The countdown has begun. From May 14th to 16th, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Qatar Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections, gain unique insights and uncover valuable opportunities in one of the world's most rapidly rising regions. Request your invite for this exclusive event at QatarEconomicForum.com. Global Business News, 24 hours a day at Bloomberg.com, the Radio Plus mobile app, and on your radio, this is a Bloomberg Business Flash. From Bloomberg World Headquarters, I'm Charlie Pellita. Mixed picture for equities right now. The Dow and S&P are lower. NASDAQ is higher. Let's head right over to the first word breaking news desk for today's afternoon call. And here he is, Bill Maloney. Good afternoon, Charlie. Main U.S. averages are quiet today with the Dow currently down 13 and a half points. S&P's down one and the Nasdaq is higher by nine. The small cap 600 is little changed and the U.S. 10 yield at 1.54 percent. Five out of 10 S&P sectors are higher, led by gains in healthcare, technology and consumer staples. Energy and materials led to the downside. Dow transports fall 30. Nasdaq Biotech's gain four. Utilities are a little changed. And the VIX is up by 3%. Dow leaders to the downside included American Express, DuPont, and Caterpillar. Leaders included Pfizer, Disney, and Goldman Sachs. Norwegian Cruise Lines fell as much as 10.8% after its results, while Endo International gained as much as 28% after its earnings. And Walt Disney reports after the bell tonight, estimates are for $1.61 on revenues of $14.16 billion. Live from the First of Breaking News Desk, I'm Bill Maloney. Charlie? All right, thank you very much. And to hear live breaking news over your Bloomberg Times Squawk, S-Q-U-A-W-K on your terminal. We are brought to you by Mark's Paneth LLP, ranked among the top three forensic accounts firms in New York by the New York Law Journal for the sixth year in a row. Visit MarksPenneth.com. I'm Charlie Pellet, and that's a Bloomberg Business Flash. You're listening to Taking Stock with Kathleen Hayes and Pim Fox on Bloomberg Radio. According to Texas public health officials, the death of a newborn in the Houston area has been linked to the Zika virus. And today, Governor Rick Scott of Florida said that the federal government must stop playing politics and Congress needs to immediately come back to session to resolve the dispute over funding for Zika. Here to tell us more is Brian Rye. He is senior health care policy analyst for Bloomberg Intelligence government team. He joins us from Washington, D.C., home to Bloomberg 99.1 FM and 105.7 HD2. Uh, Brian, uh, this uh, new bit of news is not really new. It's only new in its specifics. Why is it taking this kind of news item to get people's attention about the seriousness of the Zika virus? Well, Pim, first of all, thanks for having me on. And it's a great question because, as you sort of pointed out, a lot of things are going on right now, and none of them are very good. Uh, Governor Scott down in Florida also announced that I think they've identified four more cases, bringing the total up to 21. The CDC has issued the first ever, uh, as far as we can uh, tell, first ever domestic travel advisory for a neighborhood in Miami. And the Olympics are in, in a, an area of the, the world uh, that's also been ravaged um, by the virus and, you know, has the potential to have some not so good news coming out of the Olympics. Um, now, the problem for Congress is twofold. Number one, Republicans and Democrats have had a hard time coming together on the right level of funding and legislation to to help address this. 
And the second problem is, even if they could come to an agreement, they're not in session right now. They're out on their summer recess until until Labor Day. Uh, and so it, it's one of those things that we're going to continue to have this slow drip of, of news, news, news. And, oh, by the way, we're now less than three months away from the election that sort of helps to harden those political stances even more. What was the political atmosphere in June when Senate Democrats blocked a compromise bill? You know, the, the attitude at first earlier in the year was, was actually okay. You know, certainly President Obama had wanted uh, more money, $1.9 billion. They felt like they had a, had a compromise between Senate uh, Democrats and Republicans at $1.1 billion. Uh, The conference committee had worked that out. Uh, Senate Democrats, as you pointed out, blocked uh, legislation over concerns about some uh, some provisions in the bill, uh, didn't specify some additional funding for Planned Parenthood, for example. That's a, a lightning rod for both sides. And they sort of drew a line in the sand there, and they adjourned for their summer recess without having come to an agreement. Now, again, we don't know what sort of mood they'll be in. And, you know, the, the expression is absence makes the heart grow fonder. I'm not sure that's the case for Republicans and Democrats coming off their uh, their recess. But if this sort of thing continues to happen, my guess is we'll see them come to some sort of an agreement uh, in September. But, uh, again, with an election three months away, neither side feels really compelled to be the one that gives in first. We mentioned Texas, also Florida. I want you to tell us about what's going on in Puerto Rico. You know, it's it's really bad uh, there. And, you know, a big chunk of the funding uh, that was uh, certainly requested by President Obama was to increase uh, funding both for Medicaid and additional grants to help treat, uh, to help combat the population there. And certainly not only is it a problem for the people within Puerto Rico, but because it's U.S. territory, you know, there's easy transit between the islands um, and uh, in the rest of the continental United States. And so we've seen concerns certainly in Florida, bipartisan, both senators, uh, Republican Marco Rubio, uh, Democrat Bill Nelson, certainly want them to come back and, and address this. And I think Rubio would even be fine with uh, the president's higher request. Uh, but certainly both parties there want to get this fixed. You know, unfortunately for them so far, the rest of the country isn't impacted by that. And, you know, the expression, all politics are local. And right now it's, it's something that's in the news, but hasn't really touched home for, I guess, a sufficient number of Americans. Well, Brian, uh, to reconvene Congress, uh, 47 Senate Democrats have already asked the Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell, as well as Paul Ryan, House Leader, to go ahead and reconvene Congress immediately. You know, they, they could. I, I think, um, you know, Senator McConnell's answer would probably be, well, why should we reconvene for you, so you can say no again? You know, you had a bill. We had a compromise uh, there on the desk that you rejected in June. And I think they feel comfortable that that's the bill they want to move forward. Now, again, uh, events can change very quickly, uh, but I don't think that they're necessarily going to heed the call of uh, Democrats and, uh, and Secretary Hillary Clinton on the campaign trail to come back and be seen as doing their bidding to just have this become more and more of an argument over, uh, for example, Planned Parenthood instead of trying to address uh, address the issue. Now, again, Republicans may decide that that's not something they want to draw a line in the sand on either, but I don't think that's the case as we sit here on August the 9th. As we sit here, there are companies such as Innovio, Sanofi, and GlaxoSmithKline. They are working to develop a Zika vaccine. Do they rely on this kind of government funding as well? Well, it certainly helps. And, you know, two of the ones you mentioned, uh, you know, uh, Sanofi and GlaxoSmithKline are, in fact, working in sort of these private-public partnerships. Sanofi is in a deal with uh, the U.S. Army uh, to try and work on a, on a vaccine. GlaxoSmithKline is working separately with the NIH. And so these grant funds, you know, are coming in not only for uh, the vaccines, 
but also for diagnostic agents and tests uh, to help people to at least identify what this is, because this is one of the tough things about Zika is it's not readily apparent uh, that, you, that you might have it. The symptoms are tough, uh, tough to deal with, tough to identify. And, uh, and so, yes, absolutely, this is something where they would rely on some government funding to help move that process along. Thank you very much for enlightening us. Brian Rye is our senior health care policy analyst for Bloomberg Intelligence, the government team. Of course, Bloomberg Intelligence providing real and unique research and context on a variety of industries, all markets and government factors that affect business. This is Bloomberg. Bloomberg Taking Stock is brought to you by Instinct Equities from Bank of America, Merrill Lynch. Your access to informed insights, market color, and unique liquidity. Instinct Equities, that's the power of global connections. Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code RADIO20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival.